Okay, are we ready for episode two of the Park Fan Podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello and welcome back to episode two of the Park Femme Podcast with me, Alice. With me, Celeste. Naomi. And Katie. Um, if you're watching on the YouTube, you might notice that um, Naomi is in fact a array of different images. Um, <laughs> Naomi moved to university this week. <laughs> and apparently since moving to university, her webcam stayed at home in Wales because she's half green. Uh, half black and white and there's <laughs> two extra Naomi's in the background that are purple um, Great. we can't <laughs> fix it yet, well we haven't been able to fix it tonight, hopefully Naomi's face will be back next week but you do have the wonderful voice of Naomi yes, of course another disclaimer <laughs> if any of us sound like shit I'm sorry Death. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, we've had uh, I think collectively each of us I don't know about Naomi, I'm assuming Naomi has as well have had a long weekend me, Celeste, and Kate have all been together this weekend because we were meant to go yeah. to the football. Yeah. Football got cancelled. So we went to go watch Monza um, at a cute little pub bar thing. And yeah, it was great fun. We had great fun. It was really fun. It yeah. was really good. We, it looked it was, fun. Good. Yeah, we turned up hungover um, and severely. then severely hungover. Severely. Um, drank some more. Bon appetit. <laughs> I may or may not have broken into a hotel room, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I say that's what we start with. Happy. Katie broke into our hotel room. <laughs> so me and Celeste booked a hotel room at King's Cross. Mm-hmm. Right. There are two travel lodges. At, uh, well, there's technically three travel lodges near King's Cross, but two that are reasonably close by. And we had. Kelsey and Josh come stay with us because me, Celeste, Kelsey and Josh all went out, you know, Saturday night, as you do. Um, and we'd come back and we were, I, me and Kelsey must fall asleep about three o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. It we, wasn't when WEC was starting. Yeah. That's where you fall asleep. I, I remembered you and Josh watching WEC at the end of the bed. Yeah. Yeah, we were. So then we'd fallen asleep because we were very drunk. And we were meant to be meeting Katie at King's Cross Station at 9 o'clock in the morning to collect her from when she got in, go get McDonald's breakfast, come back and get ready, right? Sounds simple enough. I woke up at like 17 minutes past nine. (laughs) I was the first one to wake up, okay? (laughs) Luckily enough, though, Katie um, had actually, in fact, her train got delayed. So she was only then getting in as I woke up and I was like, I'm so sorry, Katie. I can be down there in 10 minutes. I've just woken up. And she was like, it's fine. I'll get the breakfast and um, I'll bring it to you. And I was like, calm, let me know when you're outside because I'll come down and get you. So I woke up Celeste, Kelsey, Josh, and I said, what do you want from McDonald's? Sent the text off to Katie, laid back down, head is screaming. I think I'm still drunk. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> Celeste and Josh went straight back to sleep. Um, yeah, I I saw you said something about McDonald's and I was just like, yeah, something is fine, and then I was gone again. Yeah, <laughs> and I just remember Kelsey laid there, so I laid down next to it, and I think I might have been scrolling on TikTok or something, and then I was like, shit, Katie. Uh, so I messaged Katie and said, by the way, <laughs> we are at the Royal Scott Travel Lodge. I can say that now because we're not there. So, um. Katie does not respond. So I'm like, shit. Okay, maybe she's just busy and waiting at McDonald's, right? So I just lay back down and I'm like, Katie will message when Katie's ready. And then we hear our hotel room door go. 
Bearing in mind, That's when we'd turned up, up when we when we turned up, we told them there was only two people staying. <laughs> okay, so we're now panicked that the cleaning people are coming in. Josh and Celeste are laid on the floor, kicked out under towels. Yeah, and we're laid. <laughs> I'm still wearing the dress from the night before. Right, the door goes. I shot out of my bed. I've right? never seen Alice that fast. I look at the door. And in walks Katie with a bag of McDonald's. Like like an angel. So if you have <laughs> ever been to a travel lodge, you need a key card to get through one door, a key card to get through another door, and then a key card to actually get into our room. Katie is walking into our room with a bag of McDonald's. So I walked to reception and I was like, oh, I had to go get, I went and got McDonald's breakfast, but I left my key card up in the room. I was like, I can phone my friend and get her to come down to like let me through and like bring down the key card. I was like, but is there any chance that I can get like another one done? And she was like, yeah, 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 sure. She was like, what's the room number? So obviously he said the room number, and he she was like, oh, so like, who who's it staying in the room? So I said your guys' names, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get you a new one. Literally handed me that over this room card, in I go up the lift and then into no. the room. And it annoyed me because it would have probably been better if I'd have actually got through your door the first try. But no, the key card wouldn't work the first one. <laughs> so I just made it even worse by rattling doing yeah. the first one. <laughs> so, yeah. So Katie just broke in. But, you but know, I came in Barry and McDonald's. So. Yeah, so we all laid in bed, ate McDonald's, got up, got ready. And um, yeah, went and watched the race. Went to Baton Ball in Stratford. Uh, if you ever want somewhere to watch the race, Baton Ball in Stratford is a, a great really place. place. They'd moved locations because me, Katie and Kelsey had gone for Katie's birthday um, back in the June um, to watch... Which race did we watch? <laughs> Uh, well, not that interesting. Um, hang on, uh, let me have Canada. a look. Oh, oh, yeah. I think it was Canada. Yeah, it was Canada. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say Canada, yeah. and then I was like, no. Or Canada. is it, what was the one That's before Canada? Oh, no, because Canada was in the evening. Might have been yeah, Baku. It was it Baku? Is Baku is Baku earlier than normal? No, it was a sort of evening race. I remember. It must because... have been. It must have been at one p.m. It was a one p.m. race. Yeah, so it wouldn't be Canada because Canada's because evening. we arrived just as the place was like pretty much. Right. Open. Let me just look at the damn calendar. <laughs> no, it was Azerbaijan because it was the weekend. It was the week before because you was working my birthday yeah. weekend. So yeah, it was Baku. Yeah, it has to be um Has to be Baku. Yeah, tenth, tenth to twelfth. Yes, that one. Cool. Yeah. So Baku. we, but they moved locations literally the week after we'd went. So we went to the new location. Mm. and um so we were a bit like oh because last time we got this cute little room with a sofa but we got in this like cute little like round sofa place it was super cute had the tv like where we were sat on one side of the sofa we could see it where like josh um and chris and johnny were sat the other side of the sofa they could see a tv behind us as well like literally anywhere you look you can get tv like me and celeste smoke so when we went downstairs to have a cigarette because you know especially when you're drinking if you smoke you know um i do not promote smoking do not smoke <laughs> if we went downstairs you could literally stand outside to have a smoke and watch still the watch the race kind of thing yeah. and even as you're going down the stairs you can literally see the race everywhere you can hear the race like you don't miss out on anything which i think is great so if you're ever looking for a place to go watch the race Baton Ball in stratford is the place to go it's free oh, as well it's really nice. and you just order your food to the table and drinks to the table and turns up and you don't have to move um but yeah, so 
I, for some reason, I've come home and I cannot stop sneezing. I think this is the longest <laughs> I've gone without sneezing. Literally. Nice. My you nose can... hurts. Oh, no. hurts. And I'm just dying. Fresh as flu. I haven't even been out yet. Good luck with the freshest flu. Good luck with it. No, I, it I'm is... prepared. Wait, 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 wait. It is a real thing, regardless of what people say. Freshest flu is a real thing. Hams? You can't see us. They can't see Naomi. Actually, is Naomi going to let me put half Shrek Naomi in? For this one time. <laughs> oh, she's showing us lens. Basically, I have a lot of lens here. <laughs> Four so, boxes, to be precise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we've had a busy weekend, um, we can't discuss all realms of motorsport this weekend because I'm pretty sure, oh, well, we watched all of the F1 and portions of the feeder series. Yeah, we tried to watch I, We watched IndyCar yeah, I mean, outside of the pub. The <laughs> I watched IndyCar, yeah. I think I'm That's too emotional to talk about IndyCar. I stopped watching after a period of time. It hit. It did which hit. We will get to that bit. However, I watched an hour of WEC, but then I fell asleep. I, I yeah, I watched obviously all of like Monza, basically. Um, yeah. I kind of watched all of Indy. I was doing that while drinking, so I, I was know, just a bit heartbroken. After what happened, uh, <laughs> I. I, I did stop watching. Well, I didn't stop watching. It was there. I just stopped paying attention. Yeah, um, enough. However. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like this is the best way to start off the weekend. Is this weekend, this, this, this podcast is Saturday when I finished work. I could have gone straight through to it. Well, I couldn't have gone straight through to London because train cancellations. But when I finally got all my replacement buses to a point where I could get a train through to London, I detoured and went to Stansted Airport to pick up Celeste to preoccupy ourselves on the hour train from Stansted Airport to London. We watched, we were on TikTok, right? And anybody that loves F1 <laughs> and has TikTok <laughs> needs to fucking know about this man because yeah, I have seen him. I religiously Definitely. watch this man's TikToks. Mm, it's it's Ollie Swift. Swift. It's Ollie yeah. Swift. Yeah. Ollie Swift F1. Ollie Swift. O L I for Ollie. Swift yeah. F1. If you don't follow really him, good. go follow him. I absolute icon. We spent our entire hour playing. His guess who? You watch him a lot. Literally all of his guess who's and quick fires. So this section here, Ollie, is dedicated to you because <laughs> for you. Me and Celeste said it would be good fun. I had so much fun. If we yeah. had a little segment where we did like a guess who or a quick fire, okay. Yeah. So I've, oh, I've, I've rallied up a guess who, okay? Using his same rules. <laughs> You've got six guesses, okay? I'm not going to tell you until the end. So you you need yeah, to guess right. someone for each one, okay? Yeah. Even if you're still guessing the same person over and over again because you're adamant it's them. Cool. Mm-hmm. Same rules, championship points, obviously, as you would for P1 to P6, okay? All right. I'm ready. I'm okay. So I'm okay. Wait, 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 wait. So are we doing it like... As a whole, or each? Do you get what I mean? Like you can work yeah, together yeah. if you so want to work together. We're comparing. You can confer. No, I want to. No, we're being competitive. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't need this. <laughs> no, but you're literally we're walking Wikipedia of like numbers and stats. That's Wait. Compare. Oh, I like that. I'll take that as a compliment. I, hang on, yeah, no, definitely a compliment. Hang on. 
depends what it is though because like i think with formula like one i'm good but like the history of formula one i'm not so good well it's a guess so, then... so if you're good with drivers or then, personnels like... or anyone yeah. f1 f2 f3 f4 f5 f6 f7 related you're fine right we'll, we'll just try okay competitive I okay i just say i've pulled a card can i claim my eight and make my mate Celeste. <laughs> yeah, all right. Katie and I are mates. Yeah. So it's me and Katie oh. up against Naomi. <laughs> we wanted to go as a group, but you're so competitive, so we, then we pull all the strings. <laughs> Don't worry, Naomi, I'll be on your team. I'll be on your team, Naomi. No, because you did the question. So I uh, actually Park Fam broke up after an incident yeah. in the second podcast. <laughs> we'll just do it together then. No, no. You've already laid your bed, Naomi. You have to sleep in it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. So, right. so oh, motorsport, motorsport guess who? Okay. Yeah. Clue number one. This mm -hmm. person started karting in 2004. Okay. So sort of newer generation. How quick can we like say? You can you can you start have to guessing. Guess one for each yeah, round, I think. Yeah. yeah. If you really have no clue, then you can like you know. No okay, part, so 2004 no, no. started karting, so that person's mm -hmm. 18 now. Oh, no, wait. Started karting. No, no, no. If you start karting yeah. at, like, 5 or 6, around that. George. And the person is, like, 23, 24 now. Yeah, George. I'd say it's sort of one so of the like... Twitch quartet slash George yeah, that, around. That generation. Yeah. Sort of. okay, also say... including... George. I, I, I'd say, oh no, Lendo got in pretty late in karting, I think. I'm going with George. Alexander Elbon, just for this round. Yeah, let's go, Alex. Yeah, okay. Let's go, Alex. Clue number two. They won eight karting championships before they moved to single seaters. Oh, that's a lot of karting. Like, no. <laughs> I was like, can I cheat? No. No, you cannot start Googling. <laughs> no, not Googling it. But what if I what if I like had stuff in my room that I could look no. at? No. 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 Let us know cheating it is. Okay, that's fine. Right, I, I might want to switch because I don't think Alex did that much carding. I think he moved to single cities pretty soon. You do realise that drivers will compete in like five karting championships a year. Yeah, that's true. What is it? I don't really keep up with the cards, that's fair. Oh, shit. I have a different person in mind now because he had a really good karting thing. And I can think of Nick DeVries. Ooh. Because oh, he was very good in karting. Really? Of course she would. Points on debut. Of course she'd make her guess who Nick oh, yes. oh. No, I wouldn't because that would I'm be bait. <laughs> mm. I'm not bait. Right. Let's, let's just keep Alex as our pick. Have... I don't know. This is okay, not I know Nick. I'm going Hendrik. <laughs> Okay, uh, number three. This person mm -hmm. took their first single seater championship in 2014. Right. So, like, is it like won it? Yeah. Won their first single seater championship in 2014. And it's not Nick. Oh, it could still be Nick, but Nick did not did have as good as a feeder series thing. Yeah. He did, right? I don't. But Nick, but Nick is old. He's yeah, that's what I'm saying. 27 is not really old. That's so, so offensive. Is... I'm not going to be called old again for a second <laughs> no, podcast. No. In a row. <laughs> no. 
I'm, not, I'm, not I'm going it. back. I'm going back to like George and Lando. Yeah, because it would be like again. British Formula Four. Like yeah, George again. Mm. Celeste. <laughs> yeah, <it's, it's laughs> some, somewhere in that generation, I think. Just go well. George. Yeah, let's let's say George for now. All three yeah. of you at George now. Interesting. <laughs> okay, uh, number four. This person finished sixth during their rookie year of GP3 before being promoted to FIA Formula 2. So it's not George. Yeah. Uh, it's not George. It could be, it could be Nick. Still could oh. be Nick. So it's before George's season. So it's not Lando. It's not George. Alex Wait, say the clue again. Well. Can you say the clue again? Yeah. This person okay, again, finished sixth during their rookie year of GP3 before being promoted to FIA Formula 2. Yeah, so that's okay, so it was no, well, 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 it's not. You didn't get promoted to GP two. You got promoted. No, to yeah, F2. that's yeah, that's that's the whole thing. So that's the year <laughs> it changed. I think from GP two. That's twenty nine. I think it has to. It has to be someone in the season before George Lando, <laughs> Alex, because they all been in the same. So then I would still go back to like someone else. <laughs> Why did I just have in my head? I was, I was just thinking back to a very bad race for Alice's point of view. And the fact that they were saying that Nick, Nicholas Latifi raced so many times in Abu Dhabi because he was literally doing GP2 and GP3. Oh yeah, because he was in Nick's season. That's true. Yeah. He was in the championship with so, that's that was just one you know, like well, when someone just comes into your head and you're like, I don't even know what did he cart? Did he do karting? Yeah, he did do karting. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nicholas Latifi. Um I'm joining my mate here. Will you yeah. tell us when we get the last clue? Yeah, well yeah, I'll it's tell six. you after the last clue. When's yeah. the last clue? Uh you've got There's two six. more. Okay. I'll just go Nick for now. Wait, I don't which think Nick? Is. There are multiple Nicks. You can't just say the name Nick. Emily. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. Okay. This uh, person has competed in Formula One, Formula E, WEC, and the 24 Hours of Le Mans. No, it's Nick. Oh, no, no, no because Nick. there's a lot more. There's no, just... I just... How old is the Costa, the then? It's Nick. Big up the Costa. <laughs> we love, we love. I love Antonio. Uh, so we much. have a special wait, 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 place wait, wait, in our heart. For, <laughs> <laughs> for anyone wondering, Naomi's just held up a photo of her, and uh, well, just held up a photo of um, Antonio Felix da Costa. Yeah, yeah. it's a sign. Nick is a very good shout. Yeah. I'm, mm. hmm. Maybe like I mean I was going to say Pierre, but I don't think Pierre's competed in Le Mans. No, he hasn't. No. Neither in work. Oh, but... oh, well, okay, mm. Alice, so if you say WEC, do you mean just a race or a full season? She said I... WEC and 24 hours of Le Mans. Yeah, that's I don't the know. same thing, love. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not asking. Is it like okay, well, I'm telling you, season? they've competed in WEC and they've also competed in the 24 hours of Le Mans. <laughs> yeah, but that's the same thing. Yes, Le Mans. Okay, well, not everyone that's competed in the 24 hours of Le Mans has competed in other WEC. 
No, that's true. But it's like saying he did, he did he Monaco and he did Formula 1. Other whack and 24 hours to Mans. This but person's competing in Formula 1, Formula E, <laughs> other whack and 24 hours to Le Mans. I forgot about Formula E. Alright, um, I, I go with Nick. Uh, ooh, yeah. Wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Wait. Stoff. Did he do? Oh, did stop I love that you two are all, you lot are all working together now after like declaring like. <laughs> but did, did he do Le Mans? I don't. Yeah. Did he? No. He won Le Mans this year. Wait, did he? I know Antonio. Oh, no, he didn't. No, 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 no. Because Antonio won with his other teammate. Yeah. But he did compete in Le Mans last year. All right. With okay. Antonio. And. Big up oh, stop. I can't remember who's other teammate. Big up stop. Sean, Sean Galeel. He was, yeah, he was in big season as well, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's so many options all of a sudden now. <laughs> Are you oh, ready cool. for the final clue? No. Louis no. Delatros. Yes. Are you ready? Oh, no, he's no, not going to be in F1. one. Are yeah, you ready? Yeah. Oh, F you. In their only race in Formula 1, they out-qualified their teammate, took points and finished as driver of the day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ladies oh. and gentlemen, please pull up the YouTube if you don't have that yet. Oh my god. So for everyone who uh, doesn't know what's those... going on, uh, this is, so Nick de Vries is from Friesland, and this is their anthem, and Alice is now playing their anthem with their Frisian flag. And she looks really And for happy. those who can't see me, which is everyone, I am heavily shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> she actually knows the words. <clears throat> um, okay. I just thought that was, uh, you know, the disrespecting the homeland. Anyway, I just thought that was the best way to segue in to Formula One in Monza this weekend. That was so fun. Because I... me, I'll know in her. She's gonna do make <laughs> different points on debut. She's like, no, that's yeah. too late. He was like, he was literally the first person I said that. Well, other than George, there he yeah, is. You were quick on this one. Yeah. Because it was Effie. I think that's why I knew. This is Nick the signature for anyone that's seeing the YouTube. To be fair, I didn't know Nick that did that money carding championship. Yeah, yeah no, he was really good in carding. He got like that's three why... in one year. But he was quite like, I mean, obviously he wasn't a disappointment. He won F2, but his his feeder series run was really disappointing compared to his carting run. But he was yeah. so good in carting because he was small. He was like Lando, like he just he small. small. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so big up Nick DeVries. Big up Nick DeVries. Okay, so that, you know, brings us into the first point on Naomi's wonderful list that she's right now. Alexander Albon. Okay, first hand, Nick DeVries was announced that he was doing FP1 with Aston Martin this weekend. He hopped in the he hopped in the Aston Martin car, competed in FP3, FP3, FP1, called it a day, said, great, I've done my F1 for the weekend. And then it was announced that Alexander Albon has appendicitis and needed immediate surgery, so was not able to compete this weekend. Everyone here at Park Fem does wish that Alex Alban has a yeah. safe and, you oh, know, really steady recovery. Better. I yes. mean, we all know what's happened. Yeah, especially after that as well. Me. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. He um he had complications with his anaesthetic, so he's actually went into respiratory failure, which is quite big, and it's you know debatable whether he's going to be back for Singapore. But that's not the important thing right now. The important thing is that Alex is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
Uh, it was upsetting to not see Alex, but he did have some wonderful stuff in place for Nick to freeze. The um, FIA Formula E, well, ABB, FIA, both mm-hmm. technically, but ABB, ABB Formula E 2020, not the title. 2021. That's not a title. That's not a title. FIA Formula E? Don't make me do the whole no. thing. Go on, no. Go on, ABB, FIA, <laughs> ABB, FIA Formula E World Championship. I said that one. That was the second one I said. No, you didn't. I did. Did no, I not? You did. You did. No, nope, you didn't say the World Championship. Oh my god. <laughs> she was getting to that. Yeah. Okay. You gotta say it. You gotta say it in the way that Jack Nichols says it, or it doesn't count. Either way. Either way. The the you Formula E, the Formula E, the first ever Dutch World Champion. Yeah. Competed side by side with the other Dutch World Champion. They started mm. on the started on the grid together. Started side by side, same row on the grid together. Called it a day, finished in the points, got driver of the day. Couldn't get out the car, but... Bless him. Poor man needed help getting out of that car. Um, Give us his little hand. (laughs) It's just the way Pierre walks over to the car, sits head and goes, great job, son. And then just (laughs) walks away while Nick's literally complaining on the mic, like, I can't get out of the car. (laughs) I think it's insane to see how much grip he had on that car, because I watched some of his onboards back. And he is so steady with that car to the corners, where I think is insane for someone who just jumped in mm. in like a few FPs and quality. And well, I mean, it's, Saturday it's morning he was having a coffee in the Mercedes hospitality thing. Mm. He literally he got did, the phone call, sitting went, down having a coffee, yeah. and was like, "I'll oh, go down to the other side of the paddock." Just, <laughs> just jumped between teams all weekend. All weekend long, yeah. All weekend long, <laughs> it was everywhere. I don't blame him. If you get the I opportunities, you take the opportunities while they're there. And, and to be fair, to be fair, Williams is, you know, they were expected to have a good weekend in Monza. But I think, like, genuinely, you look at his performance compared to Latifi, I don't think there's an argument that he should be in that seat next year. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, no argument. No argument whatsoever. Nick De Vries deserves to be in Formula 1. But... Yes. My point still stands. I have a very deeming point because people like to say that Nick DeFries deserves better than a Formula E seat. While he was in Formula E, he was in the one of the best seats in the championship cars. Mm-hmm. He was able to win a world championship with them. He won multiple Formula E races. And at the time, last year, when people were saying he deserves an he deserves the Williams seat over the seat in Formula E that he has. Obviously, he doesn't have a seat in Formula E at the moment. Um, I completely disagree with that because that's pedestaling Formula 1 above Formula E, which are both great racing series. Yes. However, he was in a seat to win and he was able to win. Whereas if we he was are... in the Williams last yeah. year, he was not. He would not be winning anything. He'd be barely fighting for points. This year, they've done Formula E. We are a Formula E-loving podcast. If you don't like Formula E, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there was there was a lot of good things that came from the weekend, and a lot of bad things that come from the weekend. Especially our man who came to Monza for his last race at Monza after he won his first ever race there. Oh, first ever podium, and sadly, yeah, everything. The young kid, the young kid in Toro Rosso. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So well. sad to see, and it was just... so heavily depressed. Yeah. He was just hoping for better in September. Oh, that! I... Oh, but you know what made me <laughs> made me also sad was 
was Dan DNFing, and I know you know we're talking about Seb right now, but for all we know, this could be, oh, be Dan's last one as well. You were like yeah. Dan, and I was like, Dan ticked himself in the sport. Because <laughs> my brain is still like wired to Formula E right now. <laughs> Alex, Jakes, oh, Alex Jakes mentioned Dan's name this weekend, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, like I forgot he was in F2. Um, but we all but, yeah, knew, like, for all we we knew, knew Daniel Ricciardo was DNFing. Yeah. 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 It's very interesting. Max Verstappen will DNF next year. Yes. Well, <laughs> me and Celeste at this point we were sat there after the race and I was like looking through my Instagram and it was like oh so Charles finished 2019 and he won it the iconic he wins in Spa he wins in Monza Charles Leclerc's the winner of the Italian Grand Prix mm-hmm. I missed out the umber but hey ho um <laughs> and then obviously Pierre my man my favorite driver 2020 big it was a big race for him like his win obviously dedicating it to Antoine and everything one of those ones that the photos on the podium pulls oh. at your heartstrings a lot. Yeah. Many a tears have been spent on that photo. Yeah. And <laughs> he obviously didn't finish 2021. And Danny Rick won 2021. And very poignantly, and keeping with the curse, he did, did not finish this season. So roll on 2023 Monza. I'd like to see that <laughs> DNF next year. <laughs> I can't wait. It's just... <laughs> Oh, Monza was normally so good. And the race was so good. And it was so nice watching. Monza's like, Charles, it was just the way Charles was actually chasing down Max. He was setting faster, yeah. faster, mm-hmm. faster. You could see the time was going down. And then the safety car. I'm just mm-hmm. impressed they learned how to follow their roles this time. And that's what I'm saying. Honestly, um, I like as much as no one wants to see a race under the, under the safety car, but it's the rules. I don't, I, personally, I've never found an issue with the engine under the safety car. It happens. You've got to prepare for anything in Formula One. Mm. And that's, that is one of the end, any things. And, you know, people saying, oh, but it's not good to watch. And it's like, no, but would you rather. I would have rather like been to red flag it. Yeah, I have yeah. to agree. I think I, there should really be a ruling in the thing that if there is an accident that occurs, there is less than 10 laps to the end of yeah. the race. And it's going to take more than say eight laps to it wasn't fix. supposed to if they even think for a slightest bear in mind that car was stuck on a pretty dangerous track off part of the track, track. It was yeah. like oh, and, i and genuinely think they should have red flagged it to at least continue anyway. the race going on absolutely yeah. but I also like i mean i think we forget the circumstances of japan at 2014 as well because that you know, you have that tractor on track, on track, and even under the safety car, they they're going fast, and it's it's not right. It's the way they we've, start we've seen doing it in this year as well. Yeah. Because if something happens, if somehow someone loses control of their car, it it is disastrous. It should have been a red flag. Because I think that that is discussing the topic though, because then I think we have have a lot of red flags coming. If you once you, I get your point. Obviously, I get your point. But like, but it's. I think it's difficult to then. Then we're gonna have a lot of red flags. That close to the end of a race, especially mm. when it's in what can be a very very dangerous place. Like yeah. if a car is off the track, fine. Don't like mm. you. It, it's not as when the car is dead on track and you're having yeah. to put people onto the track when there are cars mm-hmm. still going round, I just think it should be red flagged. 
Yeah. Mm. Because you it's know, dangerous. I also, like, they don't get paid to put their lives at risk like that. True. Mm. And, you yeah, know, also, we didn't, we didn't get common red flags until the 2020 season. And I think we kind of forget about that. I think it was either like Monza 2020 or Mugello 2020 was the first time we got like red flags since I think it was Baku 2018. Yeah, true. Or 2016. Mm-hmm. And you, we kind of forget about that. And I think, I think in a way it's good that they're using them more because, you know, there's now you can make the call of, oh, that should be a red flag. And then maybe a couple laps later when they've assessed the situation, they have made it a red flag. But I don't know. I think with the F one, it was a, it was a mistake. It's a, it's a difficult situation. I would love to see like some sort of rule where we at least have the race finish in a racing condition. Mm-hmm. So somehow yeah. with like extra laps or red flags or anything, it would be nice if they. Can the get thing is, in. is they still, they still kind of repeated, the season like the last season of the race last year. Because it when was the exact same. <laughs> when they were trying no, to pick Max up know, in the mind. front, no, they did because they said they let through half of the lapped cars, but left the two lapped cars between Max and Charles. There was two lapped cars that should have gone past no. the safety car, but they kept between Max and Charles. If they like let them two go and then said, "Okay, we're going to add an extra lap on." Like they do in Formula E when you sit there and like you have like the yellow wow. flag and the safety car, they add the time on at the end. Mm-hmm. They should add on a certain amount of laps because I understand there's a the whole fuel thing, but then that should work into their strategy of well, if there is a red flag or a safety car, we've got to work on our fuel consumption for those extra laps. Like it adds something mm-hmm. a bit more to the strategy. <laughs> I just I, I didn't didn't know that happened. Well, yeah, sorry, Celeste. <laughs> It gives us something to practice. Such as a Ferrari fan, anyone listening. Yeah. Yeah. And anyone watching, you can see that very clearly. (laughs) Can you? Oh, I, I, yeah. We were we were stood outside of the pub on Sunday after the race, so we'd gone to a pub after, um, and we'd gone outside, and it's when the Indy card started, and so I set it up on our phone, and um this man approached us outside and was just talking to us right he's italian and he just looked at Celeste and he was like i can tell what team you support (laughs) (laughs) she literally ferrari hat on ferrari coat on ferrari shirt on ferrari flag on everything yeah the The man didn't even care for ferrari he was really a fake italian no yeah I actually think he was fake Italian. Like, I'm not joking. He was speaking to you in Italian and correcting your Italian. Yeah, but... No, but his Italian wasn't correct. That's the thing. <laughs> yours was just wrong. Yeah, how do you know yours wasn't wrong? Because I I have my lessons. Like, I've, I know my Italian. Yeah, but this is the same as, like, Geordie's had lots of English lessons and he still likes to tell me my English is wrong. Yeah, but... Yeah, okay, Italy has some dialects and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. But not as much as what you have in England. It's not that different. (laughs) (laughs) Talking of Italians, (laughs) I like how Naomi's put on here. Amazing to see again. However, I don't know if any of you guys have heard the drama. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Which the one point I would like to make. All right. And I don't want the comments being like typical LH fan. (laughs) 
because I'm not. I'm I'm pretty neutral on most grounds. Um, mm-hmm. Like I am, I will happily stand and say Max deserved to win the championship. Not the way it was agreed, and pretty much most Max fans I speak to will say not the way it happened. But he did deserve the championship. He raced incredibly all year. He deserved to win the championship. Um, the Max fans coming out and saying it's so rude of the Tifosi to stand and boo Max during his <laughs> interviews, during his win on the podium. We should stop booing in the sport. Most, not most, okay, incorrect word there. A lot of Max fans. A portion of. A portion of. Literally booed Lewis the exact same way last season. It's just something that's come accustomed to the sport is booing drivers. And if you look back in the sport, it's ha- been happening since forever. I, yeah. I know everyone yeah. absolutely adores Sebastian Vettel now, but the hate the man got no, when he, he got was bad. in his prime time. Yeah. He got booed every single podium he got. Like it's in not the, something in the eyes the of the Tifosi at the time, they were watching their man in their car chasing him down and missing out on the win they're yeah. going to boo it's the same that would have happened if Charles had won in the Netherlands like mm-hmm. they would have booed Charles the exact same way and yeah. I don't I don't agree with booing but that's not going to stop it and you know that bit complaining about the like you know Tifosi booing it's going to happen yeah the um the not so very nice comments to female fans uh, at Monza mm-hmm. that I don't agree with. <laughs> that I will no, stand by for that. I don't know. If, I don't know if there was like you guys for this, but fans apparently threw things like on track while the cars were going past. Sounds and like sandbox. <laughs> I no no at Monza. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm saying like they're they're very. Yeah, yeah. The way last but, week um, we're like, oh yeah, the Tafosi would never do this at Monza, and now it's like you know we've we've we take back what we said last week. We were wrong, um, but to be honest, like I've seen that, and apparently, like they they actually cause damage to some of the cars because you know the speeds they're going. Yeah, but you know, we all love the sport, and I think trying to throw things on track, and you know, I'm sure Celeste, you saw the stuff they were throwing at Zandvoort. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. We love this sport, and I like I love Monza. My dream is to go to Monza. Mine was I until I saw the TikToks. <laughs> yeah, I and you know when you watch from TV, the <coughs> passion that's there seems amazing. But then, you know things like that. It's, it's stupid. You know people need to the, grow up. The grandsons had like this weird vibe around them. I've seen a lot of videos where like Tifosi took Red Bull hats. Yeah, told, yeah, told Max and Red Bull fans to not be in the stands or to not wear certain kind of shirts. And the, you could see in the video that those people were actually really uncomfortable. Like, you obviously sometimes have some banter. I tell Alice that Mercedes is shit, even though that's not what I think. But, and I tell Celeste you know, that I, her strategists are the greatest thing that's ever happened to the sport. So Yeah, so a bit of banter that's and true. a bit of joke, that's fine. But those people were actually being really uncomfortable. And the devotion being harassed. really mean. Yeah, yeah they're really harassment really is, mean. It is harassment. Harassment has yeah. become a big thing in this sport. And it needs it, to, like... so rapidly. Stop. There's so up. much of it. Yeah. 
like what I always thought about like if you compare football to Formula One, football has always had sort of that the fighting, you know, like yeah. the fans are always divided. They're never together in the stadium. But with Formula One, that that we have all the fans like mixed up. You have Ferrari, Mercedes, McLaren. Everyone was in the same stand, watching the same race and having a fun time. And now that seems to be like there's the fighting now. Because and there's actually, people being harassed. It is just the Which bad is. eggs of Formula One that are causing that. Oh, like, yeah. It's definitely not ever no. because it's like the same with, um, so I went to Silverstone last year, 2021. And mm. obviously, when Max went into the wall, there were people saying that, you know, there were people cheering and like, you know, whatever. We were, we were at Lafield and literally not a single person cheered around near us. Everyone was kind of like, ooh. And I saw yeah. Mercedes fans who were stood near Red Bull fans literally like tap on the shoulder and go like, are you all right? Like, you know, it's a big mm-hmm. crash, are you okay? So it's yeah. definitely just a case there are like some really bad eggs and they should definitely. be not allowed at a track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, no, I, I, I had, and like even when I was at, um, at Silverstone, I was like waiting outside the toilets for my family and there were like these drunk, but still it's irresponsible uh, I think I'm not sure whether they were Lewis fans or just people attending the Grand Prix talking to this Max fan and being like, "Why do you like him? Like, why? You... Like, fully harassing." And I was sat there like, "What is happening?" Because as you said, we all sit together in Formula One. There's no team divide, yeah. and I like it like that because we have a passion for our sport, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't want it to be separate. It takes it, like, literally it... five seconds out of your day to be kind to somebody absolutely we we all love like, the same sport yeah like celeste yeah. your main man is very attractive thank you yes that's the nicest <laughs> thing i can say oh, oh all right <laughs> Hold on, no, never mind <laughs> never mind two people with meanness <laughs> however do you know what wasn't attractive the minions oh the yellow See, I, I'm more having a bit. I'm more having a big problem with it. I actually quite liked it. You I know what? The I like the I like the black underlayer. Mm. That was that is very nice. Yeah. That was Christian Horner enters. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Christian Horner bangs on the door. <laughs> what are you saying? You know, <laughs> You're not allowed to like him. <laughs> on the podium, you could see Charles through all the the players. Because he was just bright yeah. yellow. There's another thing we were saying last week. We're like the Tifosi would never bring flares. We oh, take back oh, everything flash. we said last week. Yeah, l- last week is just scrub that. Everything, everything. I saw, I saw a TikTok about like some girl had put on. It was like a Scottish girl. I don't know what her name was. Um, and she was talking about how like the seating is in Monza and like getting food is actually quite like Horrific. you have to go here, you have to go there. But yeah, you have to get tokens, so you don't pay cash or like card at the stalls. You have to get tokens. So even if you want a bottle of water, you have to queue up. And apparently the queues were taking like almost an hour to get your token. Yeah. And then you then had to re-queue up to use the token to order the food. But they'd put the... So like the grandstands were like obviously facing the track. And then they had like this grass verge. And then the stalls were literally there. So everyone was queuing. You couldn't get from the grandstand back to sort of anywhere near sort of the car park so you're having to go up yeah. in this really steep grass verge and i just think i'm like 
it's a good idea in principle but it should be sort of like you book a certain amount of tokens or when you get your tickets and then if you need any more that's when you queue up because like you know how okay our friend ian went to tomorrowland yeah we heard about it every day for about six months prior and six months (laughs) and now yeah but he got this wristband and you Mm. would load money onto the wristband and then you'd pay sort of like um when you go to disney like disneyland and that lot they have the the wristbands so you use that and that's what you use to sort of get onto the rise and get into the park so if you want to do something that that keeps things cashless or like not proper Mm. money exchange have something like that where you can at the beginning say go up purchase your wristband yeah and then you have an app you scan a code or whatever and you load money onto it call it a day but don't be like ian and lose your phone <laughs> ian oh, listening God. to this right now like hang on why why have i been targeted <laughs> how i entered this what have i done <laughs> what have i done <laughs> okay so before we move on to F2, you can either have your Monza quickfire quiz before we go on to F2, or we can finish I'm ready. F2. You're you not on my time Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Fully ready. Quickfire. You're going to have 10 seconds for each question. Okay? Okay. You ca- Do you want to confer, or are you going against each other? No, we go against each other now. No. Interesting. Do you want us to just shoot, or do we, like, write it down? Do you want to write it down? Is that yeah, going to be yeah, easier yeah. so you don't keep arguing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, this is, I, I don't like. I don't like quizzes. Do I go ten seconds or do I give you five seconds? I say five seconds. No, because I need to oh, type it. Oh, ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, you need to type it. Okay. Yeah. How many questions? Five. I did five. Okay. I'm ready. You got five questions. Oh, so excited. So excited. No, I'm scared. I don't like quizzes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah are you ready already ready everyone on. listening at home also second hand big shout out yeah, to play ollie, ollie swift play one big shout yeah let us know if you're watching on the youtube in the comments i don't know how it works on spotify or whatever if you listen to it on spotify when you get home go on youtube and write it in the comments okay <laughs> big shout out to ollie swift again absolute icon yeah. if you don't follow him on tiktok go follow him. Yeah. i hope we've done you proud <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i will finish this podcast and probably go and play more in my bed more, yeah. Yeah, that sounded same. really wrong okay ready <laughs> <laughs> <Don't press. laughs> everyone ready? ready yeah monza held its first grand prix in 1950 but who took pole position and did they go on to win the race in 1950 yep I'll piss off. Did we get one point for who won and who? Yeah. Okay, I know who won, but I don't, don't know. Who... No, one. Who got pole position? Who got pole position and did they win? I'll start your 10 seconds Wait. again because Naomi was asking more questions. Who got pole position and did they win the race? <laughs> you will, you will recognize, you will recognize <laughs> the name when, you know. Yeah, I know. I think I know the name. I, I don't know about winning again. Your 10 seconds is over, oh. by the way. Yeah, go on. Okay, what have you got? I got. I just got a name because yeah. I don't know if the poor one winning, but I got Farina. Mm. What was it? Farina won. Nino Farina won. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but I don't. I can't imagine in Sign on pole with how the cars were 
the person that I guessed was, I guess, because he had a funny name. And it's only the surname, but it was Fangio. Wait, so you've gone for Reno, you've gone Fangio. What's yeah. Naomi gone with? Yeah, I feel like I've gone completely like wrong generation. I went Moss because you said name that I've known, so I just okay. I think I'm wrong with that. And what's your what's and did they win the race? No, that I don't know. No. Farina won the first race. Nino okay. Farina won the first. Nino race. Farina yeah. did win the first race, but he did not get pole position. Pole position went to Juan Manuel. Juan Manuel Fangio. So Katie gets two points. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god! I was like, who can I think of that would be that old? And I was going to get you both get one point for that. No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Which two drivers shared the most wins at Monza, and how many wins do they each have? Coming in with the statistics. Thank you. Uh-huh. I think I know the name probably. No, Which no two clue. drivers and how many? Ten seconds are up. Podium, she said, right? Did you get two wins. points? Then? Wins. Oh, yeah, she get two points again. Three. <laughs> One for each driver and then. I know the names. I don't know, so, I think, the number. Which, I think I know. which two drivers yeah. share the most wins at Monza? And how many wins is it? All right, let me just count some seasons. And... <laughs> this defeats it being quick fire, Celeste. <laughs> okay, okay, right. So my in ten seconds. Okay, so I got Michael Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton as the names. Yeah. And then for okay. how many podiums? I would podiums. say how many wins? Uh, wins. How many Sorry. wins? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many wins? I would go with. 15. Did you say 15? Shared. Shared. Lord yeah. Celeste. Shared. So, oh, no, shared. no, 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 oh, no. So individually, yeah, individually each. Oh. So they have the same amount Because they have the same wins. amount. If they have the same amount of wins, how would they have 15? Like, even if it was oh, shared. No, but I didn't know they have the same amount. Which two drivers share? Share? the most wins meaning they both have the same number wins at monza just, okay, this yeah. is this is why ollie sits there and he just does it to himself he doesn't quiz other people yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're ollie, i'm following you me. next time <laughs> but i haven't even heard your answer so just because okay wait so how enough. many how many wins celeste well then i would go with six or seven go on katie I said six because the s- I know I don't know because obviously she goes six and when, seven. By no, the no, way, no, Katie, when you said six, it's not true. No, I, no, no because I know talking about my myself. only thingy was was that if they won, like I, well, they won the championship, so they won those races. That's what I'm guessing. But Pierre won 2020, and obviously Lewis won that season, so it wouldn't have been that one. So I, like, I'm just going. Yes, yeah, so I've gone. Lewis and Shumi, but I've said five wins each. Yep. Naomi's got it. I knew that. I did know that. <laughs> I said five you and know. then I changed it to six. <laughs> I did know that. <laughs> what, how many no, points? I, I remember, that's, that's... I remember when Lewis won and it was like, oh, he's finally like actually equal the amount of wins at this track as Shumi. Shumi. Yeah. So Michael and Lewis was correct. And it was yeah, five points. Yeah. Right. Yep, we... Okay, so I should get this one right. Oh, God. 
I'm going to give you a slight bit of leeway on this, okay? Right. Because it's Sebastian Vettel was voted mm-hmm. the youngest ever race winner at the time in Monza. How old okay. was he to the year, month, and day? What? I will give you, like, year, you have to get spot on, but I'll give you, like, a couple months either side, and I'll give you a couple days either side. Jesus. Bear in mind, this was a record for a very, 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 very long time. Long time. So, okay, I got the year. I forgot to fucking time it. I forgot to time it. I forgot to time it. Hang on. Okay, you get a little bit extra because I forgot to press the timer. (laughs) I'm not going first, by the way, this time. Now anyone else can get the blame for saying stupid numbers. Okay, 10 seconds are up. See, I saw the, I, I saw I that I once, this. but they said the year, and then they said how many days he was in the year. So they didn't do it months and then days. They did it, like, days in the year, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going first. Okay, I'll go first. He's 18 years old. Uh, I said one month and five days. All right, Katie, what are you going with? I don't want to give my answer. Go on, Katie. Now give your answer. You could do it. I didn't. I in my head, I didn't think he was that young. But then again, this is me who still thinks that he's over forty years old when, in fact, he's thirty-five. So just, just bear with me with my thinking. Don't really. So I said twenty-one, mm-hmm. twenty-one, and two hundred and forty-six days. Can I carry on? Can I show you my uh, thinking of this? Wait, sh- should I give my, my answer? Yeah. Go on, you give your answer. You give yours and then I'll I'll give my thinking. Yeah. So he was definitely 21. I know that. If that's not true, really? I'll leave the podcast. <laughs> he was 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing Monsa is in September and he's born in July, it has to be like two months or something. And then 11 days. I'm retiring. I'm retiring. That's bang on. Is it? That's bang on. <laughs> 21 <laughs> years, two months, and 11 days. Yeah, because I just came back from his birthday. <laughs> his birthday. I, knew, I knew for a fact it was 21 years. And then he's what? born. It was Max that broke it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How? Right. It, was only, it was only by. It wasn't by no, a lot, was it? Max. No, he was 21 as well, I think. Yeah, he was 21. It was only by a couple... I think it was like only by like a month 21. or something. Yeah. Let me have a look. See, I thought... He I... The whole one? See, I thought he showed up, like, I feel like it was like a couple of days after his birthday. Like, he was just 18, but clearly I was wrong. No, because I know he's... He was... He was, was he 19? No, he must have been 20 when he joined the sport, weren't he? Yeah. He was a wee child. 1920. Because I know Monsa 2008 was on 14th of September. That's when Why do you know that? Because I'm you me, And you called me an No, 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 look. I only know this because I made a book for Seb when he was in Seb. Oh, yeah, and true. I wrote it in the book. So I checked it a lot of times. So I just counted back to his birthday and then I came on two months and 11 days. Yeah, no, no, no. Naomi, you, oh, you know what? For getting it spot on, you... I'll give you two points. Because wait, then wait, it, it, makes it, it makes it even playing grounds for I... you. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. It's just minimised. It's going to my nine. So, Seb was obviously 21 years and 73 days. And that was the 2008 Italian Grand Prix. Yeah. yeah. Max broke it at the 2016 Spanish Grand Prix. And he was 18 years old and 228 days. Yeah, I was so, going to say, because he wasn't 21, because I thought he was 17, but that's when he joined the sport. 
he's 18 when he won. And he's no like one will ever break that record because now you have to be 18 to join the sport. Yeah, you have to be 18. Yeah. Unless you're like. The FIA is protecting like... Max Verstappen again. Rah, 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 rah. Oh. <laughs> Seb is uh, still the youngest F1 world champion ever. And the youngest Paul. Because yeah. we blew that in Mexico when they already <laughs> printed and... all the shirts. Because he was <laughs> so sure he was going to get Paul and he didn't. And. And. He's also the person who got the quickest penalty in their Formula 1 career. Yes. Oh, that's so yeah, funny. Probably a tower. That's so was funny. It like nine seconds or something. I thought it was five. Yeah, he's, he was speeding in a pit lane and he was the quickest... pit lane and sped. Yeah. yeah. Naughty. Quickest penalty ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question number four. Yes. Oh. Daniel Ricciardo's victory was the first win for McLaren since 2012 Brazil. But it was also McLaren's first one two since which race? And you can have a point for, oh. you can have a oh. you can have a point for the year and then the circuit. Wait, oh. say say the question again. No, wait, say the Daniel Ricardo's victory was the first win for McLaren since twenty twelve Brazil. But it was also McLaren's first one two since which race? Oh. I know, I know, I know this one. I know this one. I, oh, I'm really bigging myself up, and it's not actually going to be. <laughs> do we? Do we get actual Imagine. point for drivers? No, we no. all know that. I give my answer first, no, but, just but, in case okay. I'm good. If I no, do get this wrong, that, I'm. Though. If I do get this wrong, hang on, I need to get my reaction photo up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get the reaction photo up. Hang on. She better not be googling it in the process. No, I swear to God, I'm getting, I'm getting my reaction. No, I'm she's she's rigged. 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 No, Michael Massey would protect her. That, that How dare you? <laughs> okay, no, go on, no, go no, on, put, Katie. What's the answer? No, no, no. Put, I put said. I said. Oh well. It was the first one two since the 2010 Canadian Grand Prix. What have you two been I... gone for? Yeah, I think that's correct. I got 2010 Canadian. Oh, no, I'm really wrong. I just... Because it was... I, I think no, yeah. I'm sure it's 2010. The yeah. Time. I still said, and I know I could be really wrong with this, I still said the 2012 Brazilian Grand Prix. No, that was no it was definitely... Win. It was definitely... Yeah, I know, win. but that doesn't, mean it's not, that doesn't mean it's not a one-two. I still think it's... Yeah, I think it was 2010. 2010 Canada. I'm it was sure 2010 Canada. Pick mm. up, Katie. Um, yeah. Which drivers was it that got one too? Uh, Jensen Button and Lewis Hamilton. Rick Laren. Well, actually, my boys, my boys, my boys, my boys. For context, I was six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, For context, I was, I was 12. Nine. I was nine as well. Are you six years younger than me? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why is that the first time we've realised that? <laughs> 24 and 18, it makes sense for it to be six years, but it's the fact that when you were six and I was 12, that's when it deep that six years. Oh, There's no. literally the entirety of like secondary school difference between you two. <laughs> what year did you go into? What year did you go into high school? Secondary school. Yeah. 2015. I, <laughs> I finished in 2014. Oh my god, this is. Wow. Once you can tell, I'm actually the baby of everyone. Uh. Yeah. Go on, say it, Naomi. This is con- this it. is con- out here. Alice is old. Thanks. <laughs> okay, right. The final question here. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which team ended McLaren's win streak in 1988? So McLaren were winning every single race in the 1980s. Which team at, at Monza? So McLaren won every race in Monza during the 1980s, but which team yeah. ended that streak in 1988. Okay, at Ferrari. What's yeah. Celeste gone with? Yeah, I'll back my home team. I it was, ex- in fact, Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that was going to be too obvious, but clearly... I, I, was, I, I, yeah. I was like, what team was around that time? Oh, fuck it, Ferrari. It was like 80s, like mid-80s. That's why I left Celeste till last, because then if Celeste got it wrong, that was going to be quite funny. <laughs> confidence. Oh. The confidence in you. Is that one point? <laughs> That is one point. How many points did you each get? So the first question was worth two, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you got two. Right, and I got two. Which is Fangio and no. The second one was Mark Schumacher. It was Mark Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton, and it was five wins. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Vettel was voted as the youngest ever driver at 21 years old, two months, and 11 days. Daniel Ricciardo's victory was the first win for McLaren, um, but McLaren's, you know, past one two last one two was 2010 canada and then ferrari with the team that ended mclaren's win streak in 1988 three points so wait, on ricardo i think it's between me and katie then wait 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 wait. wait. so question four was worth two marks the danny yeah. oh, yeah. one for canada and one for 2010 yeah okay and then the last one was worth one. one point yeah because yeah. it's just one team seven well, i'm out of the running so what what Seven. Oh, I got seven as well. Let me find an equaliser. Let me find an equaliser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm quite good at sitting on seven. We can And shoot me. No, because Alice is going to come in like Max Verstappen and just leave us both on seven. my full commentator voice. You know what? Monza used to be held at the end of the season because how many world championships have been settled at the Italian Grand Prix since 1950? The most recent was in 1979. So how many world championships were settled? Between 50 and 79. Yep. How many world championships? There has not been a world championship settled at Monza since 1979. So how many between 1950 and 1979? Fuck it, 16. What's less going with? 16 out of 29 years. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going with, I think it's maybe the last, I say 12. It is 12. You got it, didn't you? That's bang Fuck's on, sake. 12. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, do you have Google open? No, I'm literally, I'm, I was on my calculator just to see that I put like the years right. <laughs> Look. You do. It's calculator and on the F1 app because I wanted to check that map after we got it and my notes app where I have my answers in. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so but Celeste wins. I don't know how. That was the Monza quiz. I was just, I have to go oh. lower than Katie. And... 
Interesting. Okay, so keeping it with Monza, though. We also had Formula 2 and Formula 3 held there, which both had championship deciders held. Some controversial, some not. (laughs) Have you not? Oh, Naomi doesn't use TikTok. People believe that the Formula 3 World Championship was controversial. Well, I get why, but in my opinion, I get why they think that. Do you want to give an overview as to why they might think that for the people listening? See, I was so stressed, my brain stopped working. So basically, I honestly, I was I was shaking. I'm not even kidding. Um, there was a, I don't even know who crashed. I'm, I can't even Everyone remember. crashed. Uh, We're in Formula 3. In the last lap. Your points were Victor versus Pressure. Amazing race up front in the sprint race. Equals Ollie Behrman being so clever. No doubt Edgar would be in the championship fight if he was. Should we get to this after we go to F2? We will go back to F2. Uh, Jack to Alpine rumours, question mark. Right, so. (laughs) Jack to Alpine rumours. Finished. End of. (laughs) Yeah, done. Uh, No, to be honest. Every like a lot of people are rumored for the Alpine seat. Um, mm. So the people who are majorly being looked at, Jack Dewan, Alpine Academy driver, and his rookie year in Formula Two, he is actually driving unbelievably. It's towards the end of the season, you know. He did it took a bit of time to get into it. Um, we all know you and I are a great team, um, Vitrosi. My boys. Uh, yeah, they are um, my boys, by the way, because they're like twenty minutes from me. Gaff, by the way, just a heads up. <laughs> Not just because of um, that. What's that man that drove an Indy car and bottled it? Uh, what's his name? Know, what's uh, his name? I don't know. Right, little. Huh? Little? A little? A little no. one? You're not getting I, it. I, 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 my little, little, my L. little boy, no, Luke. L somewhere. They were saying a little because it's not I locked. Oh god! Oh no, guys! This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> okay, yeah. Carry on, carry on. Right. Sorry, Callum. Um, yeah, so um, Jack. Uh, so Nick DeFries. Yeah, he's been raised as like a big name. Yeah. Um, and I, I was speaking to some people today, and and this this person. Did state Nick DeFries as someone who looked like uh, Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly. Uh, Gasly. Um, but that really depends on Colton Herter going <laughs> to um, Alfari. But the person I spoke to today says they don't think it's going to happen. We're Colton. Yeah, I think Colton is worthy of an F one C. I just don't think he should yeah, have a super license. It, no, they just they, the person said they don't think it's going to happen. Trust me, this person knows what they're talking about. Um, and yes, and then also the other name which I saw very recently that did weird me out because I just want F one to let it go is Hulkenberg. Oh yeah, I saw that. He's twenty second. Let that man go. He is twenty second in the twenty twenty one championship. Nick DeFree stepped into a car, a Formula One car, and raced his first Formula One race, and is twentieth. And he could not yeah. get a seat. He might not get Nick... a seat in F one because they're going to put Hulkenberg in. Yeah, 
So Nick, Nick is top of the list for me. Um, I would say, I mean, Pierre, I, I'm, I'm removing Pierre from the list. I'm sorry, Katie, because there is a low chance of happening. So, yeah, I think, like, I would love to see Dune and Cart. You all know how much I, I admire Jack Dune. The thing but is, going by Alpine's history and sort of like the team that it took over from, they don't really like their academy. There's no point in them having an academy. They, yeah, I agree. They say, oh, we have academy drivers. Yeah, these are the up and coming people of the sport. And then just go, haha, we're going to bring in Alonso. I think, genuinely, I think if, if Jack doesn't get the Alpine seat now, you know, he may struggle to get it in the future. But I also think. Not like he's not ready because he's proven he can get used to a car quickly. Yeah. I think being in Formula 2 for another year, probably fighting for that championship would do him yeah. good. I think he, he's, it's better for him to stay another year and have to. But I think also with that, I don't think you should change team. Yeah. Yeah, stick with you and I like Tracy. The thing is, if... Because Especially if there's 12 of them. I don't know whether they've hired yeah. more, but I know when obviously Callum was there. There was only twelve. Like, there's only t- twelve team personnel in the yeah. entire yeah. team. Formula two, Formula two is small, especially mm-hmm. when you yeah. look yeah. at compared to like Prima. Yeah, yeah. Like, but Prima's an army. The thing is, with like, if Dune actually got the seat and like fair play, like after the season is fully deserving of it, but he would do one race as a rookie in an F1 car. Obviously, not do as amazing as like Alonso because it's he's had however many years in F one, and there'll be it'll be the whole alive. he's moved up too too early, yeah. yeah, and that will always be, and then he'll go back down and he won't. I don't couldn't see yeah. him coming back up because it's like um, yeah. when it's, Yuki it's joined, difficult. a lot of people said that Yuki's gone up too early. Mm. I think Yuki Tsunoda has proved. Instantly. I think Yuki Tsunoda has proved himself since. Yeah. That's no. only because he was in a team that allowed him to prove himself again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. Alpine would kick doing to the mm. door if he was not competing to the standard that Fernando Alonso yeah. was. Yeah, and I will, I will actually get onto the other like transfer kind of silly season rumors now because I might as well get them out of the way. Um, another rumor which I heard quite heavily was Marcus Armstrong. He said he has said in an official press conference that this year is his last year. Formula 2. Understandably, he's been yeah. there for like apparently, five years. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he's going to IndyCar to race mm. with Honkers. Obviously, he would have Calumet's teammate. We all know that they're very good friends. Um, yeah. I think that would be interesting because, you know, Callum and, and Christian approved the step up from Formula 2 to IndyCar is, is quite a good path. It yeah. is. It really is, yeah. You know, Callum, so Callum qualified P2. Oh. In his rookie year in the team's, what, first year back. He's the only driver, isn't he, as well, for their team? Yeah. yeah. Only. So he's the only one working with, like, development of a car. And here I was, bragging outside the pub about how proud I was of him because he started <laughs> P2 and then everything went downhill. Um, and then the other one, which... I've I put in my notes before it was announced. Yeah, I just oh, saw that. Rumors. I was scrolling down. I was like, Felipe, Felipe. Oh, F- Felipe, <laughs> possibly. So it was it it was rumored that he was going to become the Aston Martin 
uh, reserve. And that was like, a, oh, maybe. At one point in the weekend, it was he was looking for a toilet in quotation marks uh, and went into the, the Aston mm-hmm. garage. And instantly yeah. everyone was like, wait a minute. Like, we know wait these rumors minute. are going on. He's, that's, that's the garage he chooses. And then today it was announced. Felipe Drogovic is going to be the first driver, part of the Aston Martin development program. And he will be the reserve driver while taking on part of the reserve driver duties. He will be hopefully taking part in an Abu Dhabi FP1 in replacement of Lance Stroll. And he will be part of the young driver's test, uh, postseason test in Abu Dhabi. I think, which I think is great. I think it's great that he's managed to sign on with the team. I do think joining Aston Martin is a bit of a sinkhole. It really is. I'm honestly not Purely on the fact that Aston Martin will only ever have one available seat. And yeah. also, Fernando Alonso is okay. This is going to hit back at conspiracy theory as well, partially, <laughs> which we're definitely going to cover. We, all get on to we are going to we're going to cover a lot of conspiracy theories in October. So if you have any conspiracy theories you want us to deep dive into regarding F one, let us know let down us know. in the in the comments. Um, but Fernando Alonso is sticking around for a while. He feels in himself that he is young enough to continue to compete for many 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 years in formula one some people do say conspiracy theory wise that when he got into that mysterious car incident very mysterious um that he um, suffered such severe memory loss that he does believe that he is much younger than he actually is whether you want to be about true or not but fernando alonso will be sticking around in f1 for a long period of time lance Stroll will not be leaving aston martin anytime soon so no. like is Felipe going to be another Mick Schumacher situation where Mick well, is holding on with Ferrari in a seat that he feels he deserves more than and obviously is now leaving Ferrari and might not even have a seat like is that mm-hmm. going to happen to Felipe is he going to hold on realize he's not going to get the seat leave and then not be able to get a seat because it's too late I, I think, think the difficult sad. thing Sorry. It's, go on. No, go on. I think it's sad to see that the last few seasons of F2, we've seen drivers just not get a seat in F1, or mm. we've seen them get a reserve driver role, which, to be honest, I still think that it's better for a driver to race than to have... So, basically, race anywhere. I think that's I better completely than agree. Did you track side. Did you see WTF's one hot take? No. Their WTF one did a hot take that I thought was quite amusing. Is that if you finish P last in F one, you lose your seat. Yeah, relegation. I said uh, which would work if the teams were closer. Say if you had like F two situation or whatever kind of thing, where like it could be literally any team winning, but obviously you would then just have Williams rotating a driver every single year. Yeah, it would also it would yeah it also work well better when you know that they do it if that makes sense. Like we all know who the driver would be that would go down this season, but he wouldn't leave the team because he brings the team so much money. Yeah, like yeah. the team wouldn't let him go down. Yeah. They would and much would, rather. Would these junior what? drivers want to keep going up into a seat that they're constantly being? You're watching last. someone get rejected from every year like mm-hmm. people are going to yeah. then deem that as that's the cursed seat yeah 
Yeah, and then you also have drivers like Daniel Ricciardo and Mick Schumacher who take a year to settle into a seat before they start performing mm-hmm. to their best ability, yeah. which is fine. Everyone does things differently. And, you know, Mick took a year to settle and then his second year he did incredibly. We've seen it with Daniel Ricciardo. He takes his first year to settle. Yes. And you would never get that set of year. But even then, yes, after that, both of those drivers, I mean, obviously Daniel's lost his and there's a high chance Mick's, Mick's going from pass. You can't win in Formula One. That's all I'm saying. You can't win in terms of seats. And I, I completely agree with what Celeste was going to say. Of I would personally I would rather say Felipe go to IndyCar to Formula E, wet even. Yeah. Because just we saw to, how it works with Callum. Enjoy it. Because we saw it work with Callum. Callum left at the end of twenty twenty Formula Two. He then took a year out as the Ferrari reserve before he then went into IndyCar. He you know, took a year out, and even now then, he did. Know, he could have had an extra year. But even yeah. then, he did GT World Challenge yeah. in that time, and he raced in with a Iron Links. Well, yeah, it, was it AF Course or Iron Links? Iron Links. Iron Links. Iron Links. Um, I'm and that number gives one in the Callum group. It's true. I am <laughs> the I am the owner of it. If you would like to sign up, please. Here is my <laughs> sign up list. I'm fine. I'm yeah. I'm it. Rejected. Oh. How do I leave? Okay. Cool. Where's the, where's the leave? No, not again, not again. Um, not again. No more technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, so to carry on with Formula 2, it's all my notes are in um, chronological order and also unhinged. Yeah, order because, because it's it's then chaos start to sprint equals Felipe out. He, did, he didn't even finish a race this weekend oh, and he... Won the championship. And he won, won the championship. That, you know what? In the words of George Russell, consistency is key. <laughs> Fact. In the words of Katie Foreman for the FAA, inconsistency is key. <laughs> um, like, it's it's so important, especially in things like Formula 2, where you you never know what's going to happen. You could be, like, you know, you could be like Teo Porcher and just get punted off, like, yeah. when you're really trying to fight for that, like, championship. We were, but, well, I say we. I already knew the results when I got on the train with Celeste, and she sat on the train watching the F2, right? <laughs> the sprint race. Yeah. And I'm sat there, like, trying not to say anything. And I'm giggling at the fact that he won it with 69 points because immaturity. <laughs> and um, I go to Celeste, what lap are you on? She goes, last lap, why? And I went, where's Terry Pusher? And she went, P last. And I went, okay. And she went, he won the championship, didn't he? And I was like, <laughs> Uh, and she went yep yep thanks thank you Alice <laughs> I was like sorry oops yeah well, I didn't know you were going to guess it from me saying that <laughs> but he deserved the championship Teo Porsche deserved the championship he was just unlucky but Felipe Djokovic deserved that championship yeah well. um... I think Felipe is like a good winner for this season like if you look at the season overall I think he's been very very good what I like highly what I like the most is that I went on Twitter and I saw it and it takes a lot for a driver who's just lost literally within sort of like a couple of hours, just lost a world championship that was his to take as much as the other driver to go into the opposition's garage and congratulate the driver in front of the mechanics and for the mechanics of the other team to give you a stand innovation and like give you like hugs and claps on the back. That's it's the one thing about sports, regardless of whatever sport I watch, that 
I hate that they don't show as much is that drivers do get along. Yeah, yeah. Is that there's this whole? Well, you got to do is what's screaming meals. Yeah, there's <laughs> this whole sensualization. Yeah, there's this whole sensualization around make, making out the drivers hating each other, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah. In some instances, it's true. After some races, we've seen it before of people getting physical, like. Yeah, it, yeah. It happens. Max, Max Verstappen chased Esteban Ocon, you know? Yeah, yeah it, it happens, but there are moments as well where it's two people congratulating each other for a sport that they both love. It's just, yeah. it's. I think it needs to be shown more, a lot more. Like Max Lewis and George getting all giggly because Nick. Yeah. Oh, oh, awesome. oh, it was, oh, I'll start crying again, I'll start crying again. Um, <laughs> Okay, I didn't watch the feature race because, as we stated, we woke up at nine twenty. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. Ooh, Why does it say first lap of feature very bad? Very bad. That it was very bad. Hefty crash for Teo and Jack being taken out. Was that first lap, or was that separate? Oh, okay, that was first lap. Se- yep. Separate. Separate. But this lap, this lap was chaos. Like it was actually chaos. So I did extend on those notes in my in my notepad only board, 14 yeah. finishers um, yeah absolute chaos penalties yeah. lawson and vimps um, there's so much sorry to so, sorry that that yeah, so penalty does make me chuckle this... <laughs> oh my god that's something what was it oh, god. did they we'll give start, him a 10 we'll at the beginning was it I'm sorry, sorry. Was it... okay no it was oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. we'll get there we'll get there so this is the feature race luca giotto uh, Theo Pocher, Ralph Boschong, and see, I don't know who the third is, but I wanted to say it was Callan Williams, but I can't remember. So don't quote me on that. Bad. Um, <laughs> you didn't even watch it. Shut up. I um, was drunk. <laughs> and I, I wasn't. At the end of it. Um, anyway. Um, I didn't even enjoy it. Was, my it was quite bad. Oh, heartbreaking. No, they were bad hash browns. They were bad hash browns. Really? Anyway, bad hash yeah. browns. I, that was the first bad hash brown I've ever had. Yeah, they were awful. The That's one Jordy brought me this morning, seeing a common theme here, is I stay in a hotel room and someone brings me McDonald's breakfast. Jordy <laughs> brought me a hash brown this morning. It was lush. But I only asked for one because I was scared they were going to be like the four I ordered the day before. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> to get back to the racing. Sorry, we're not screaming. Maybe for a second we were screaming meals then, but... Ah! <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I was just pure disappointment. Sorry, the old one's going to see yeah. <laughs> yeah, need to send, need to send it to the retirement home. Like, wherever wants to the retirement home he goes. We were very tired. To be honest, that's true, actually. I didn't think about that. We are running on lack of sleep and brain cells. I got yelled at at 1am because I have to fall asleep to noise and I was trying to watch TikToks on 1% volume and Jordy's across the other side of the room going, turn it off, I want to sleep. I can't sleep. So I had to lay there staring at the ceiling for 15 minutes waiting for Jordy to fall asleep. And as soon as I thought he was, I rolled over and went on TikTok and was like, he hasn't said nothing. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I spent my entire night traveling, so I'm that. I was sat in my living room drinking. Shameful. Disgusting behavior. Yeah. So Who was drinking? Yeah. Like wow. Tito was right here. Tito was right here. Anyway, 
back to F2. Racing, right, yeah. yeah. Um, Jayhan wins. <laughs> Jayhan won. He finally got his win to Prima. As um, I was going to, as the Screaming Meals boys did call it in their last podcast, ah. the, boat, the boat of a car. Um, yeah, Prima's not been it this year, which is no. a shame. It's really a shame, I, you know. We all we all love Prima here. Um, Do we? Because I don't know who Prima is. Shut up! You you literally almost cancelled the podcast to watch their videos. <laughs> she did. Alistair, I can get I can get the Discord. Twitter receipts. I can get the Twitter receipts up. Hang yeah, on. She, she put up a Discord <laughs> message. And she just said, "I'm cancelling the podcast because I'm watching Prima videos." And then we all went, "Yeah, fair." <laughs> yeah, f- fair, fair. Actually, point. no. You two you said, "Yeah, fair," and then Katie comes in saying, "When are we filming? I've had a bad day." <laughs> Anyway, bad crash. Rip Teo. He's just not having it at the moment, is he? Um, he's just he's not having a good time. He is not. He's been very no. unlucky. Uh, which, yeah, which, fourteen finishes. Which which Fred was on the podium? Oh no, Alice. Penalties. That is hilarious. Yeah, right. Yeah, but that got re- that got taken away, by the way. Um, oh, I know, but it's... But it's about they, did they make him stop for a 10-second so, yeah, stop so and go? And then said, actually, no, it was actually going to be five <laughs> seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, our basically. faces, our faces in bat and ball, we were like, nah. So, I was watching this with Kelsey, right, this race. And he, like, he tested on a driver, whatever. Where was I? When, when you was eating your hash browns, I told yeah, you. you. We watched the end of it. <laughs> Basically, right, we were watching it and we were like, oh, that could be a penalty, you know, maybe five seconds. If it's not a penalty, fair enough. And then this message comes up, right, you know, the FIA decision message. 10 seconds, stop and go penalty. (laughs) Where was that? Because that that cannot be what we just seen. Because the 10 seconds stop and go is the harshest penalty you can give, like, next to a disqualification. I just thought that they didn't question it. They just said, okay, stop for 10 seconds and go. And Hang on. He did it. This is, this is it. accurate representation of Celestin oh, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely shocked, right? Um, yeah. And so later that, that day, so later that day, we were in Bad and Bomb. We watched the F1, whatever. And so I pulled up this FIA document, and it just it said something like regarding Ministry of Error. An administrative error. It should have been a five-second time penalty. Could you imagine though if Euro Vips was in contention so for the World Championship at that Literally, point? Literally, yeah. yeah. It's it's just Wait, I, maybe right. I know, if I right. hired some people for Ferrari or something. I don't know what they've done up there. But <laughs> no, you're like putting a hand up. You could tell she's back at uni. So, Miss, Miss, can I speak? Miss, Am Miss, I Miss, so this isn't Formula 2 related, this is Formula 3 related. Oh, we're um, going there, are we? Hang on, let me scroll. Okay, um, I'm here. Hi, so if you don't know, Victor Martins won the championship. Oh um, my god, I didn't know. I hadn't watched it yet. You sh- spoiled it. Oh, I didn't spoil it. Who spoiled up. that? Calcium. Um, she just oh, fully dear. went into my face. She was like, oh, Bartos won the championship. I was like, oh, thanks. 
Thank you. Um, and if you don't know what happened, basically a red flag went out. We waited at least half an hour to see who was champion because they just couldn't figure it out. Um, wait, did you not know about this? No, I see. I, I saw the I saw the highlights. Later. Okay. Anyway, I will. I will get. I will home and watch Kramer videos. And I'll, the other half of my very cold Big Mac that I'd bought two hours prior. <laughs> I'll get into it in more detail. But one quote really like a lot of people were like, oh, like holy shit, because Victor Martin spoke about you know he was scared and he went, I was really scared I was going to have a Lewis Abu Dhabi situation where I was going to have my championship stolen from me. Yeah. And like that's Stolen. that's quite that's a big statement. <laughs> that's a big statement. Because not only, you know, does that show that, you know, these juniors looking up and being like, Oh my god, like our own like stewards, our mm. own like what's what's it called? Like operative company or however you call it, like thing. Because, like they can't trust them. Like yeah. and they're admitting that themselves, saying I could have had that stolen from me. And I think that's that's big. Yeah. That and is. I think the FIA not only obviously have lost the trust of the the drivers, the fans, they've lost it of the drivers. Yeah. Um which I I just found really interesting. Um to get on to Fonzie, you just <laughs> um so my, my first thing I wrote was actually before the race, uh before the whole race weekend was that Victor is under big pressure. Mm -hmm. And we saw it last year, he doesn't struggle under pressure, but you can make like very quick decisions that aren't always correct. You're right there, Katie. Sorry, my hand on my desk. <laughs> We've got this to fly in my room, so I went to hit it and hit my hand on the desk. Oh no. That's what you get for trying to kill a living creature. Oh, it's a big fucker. <laughs> He's under like a lot of pressure, but I mean he pro he proved himself. Right. Stop being giggling. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so yeah, he's just like he'd be unbelievable. Okay. Anyway, I'll get I'll get past that one. Uh amazing race in the front for the sprint. That was probably one of the best races I've watched. Um, I love that race. Year. That was such a good race. I <laughs> so so my notes on this. What is wrong with you? Sorry, go 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 go. go. <laughs> um, what have you, have you said something? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, lying. I just thought, hope the driver's super emotional damages. <laughs> it just set me off. <laughs> I honestly, if you want to get through that, I wanted to see you for emotional damages. Like, what the fuck? So my, my notes on this is, Oliver Beamer was clever. He is oh, he such he a clever great. kid. Yeah, he's, he's such a big creature. creature. I, I can't, I've got a massive like note on that because... I feel like if he's, he's already doing kid. this as a rookie, like thinking so sharp as a driver, he can go so far when he learns to like get through a mm -hmm. series. I think... Like I, I put a uh, <laughs> I was gonna put I put a twist out. I, just... I hate it when I put a twist <laughs> out. <laughs> Almost God, as bad twit. as when I get a tit out, but you know. <laughs> I did to be fair, I did see a TikTok of Ollie Booman and it was like, um 
it was just a compilation of him just giving hugs. Hugging. I know. Yeah. You know what I call and it? He, you know he call seems it? to give the sweetest hugs. You know what I call it? An Oliver Bear hug. Yeah. It's an Oliver Bear hug. You should be deleted anyway. from this call. Poor <laughs> <laughs> oh, old lady. Um... <laughs> oh. I thought the most depressing day was when Jack Hughes left because now I'm older than all of them. Jake Hughes. Oh, that's depressing. Jake Hughes. Jesus. Jake Hughes. Jake Hughes is lovely and I'll never accept any slander against him anyway. You call- No, no, no. You called him Jack. Did she say Jack again? <laughs> oh, she did not say Jack. I didn't I mean swear I it. said Jake. <laughs> I didn't. Jake. For fuck's sake. Uh, editing, Alice. You'll now realise the mistake you've made and I hope you apologise. <laughs> um, yeah, Johnny Edgar is fucking unbelievable. Like, he's such a good driver. We saw him up front racing with Oliver Behrman. and I think it was... And it wasn't Maloney. I'm not sure he was leading the race. It was Maloney at one point, but I think he binned it. Yeah, but... As well. Probably. Um the only other driver that binned it this weekend. No, there was a lot of... <laughs> weird as hell stuff going on in F3. I wasn't even talking about F3. <laughs> no, I don't... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to message him in a minute and be like, I'm really sorry for everything I've said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just skip this right. one. Go through our Anyway, Edgar. Please. No, Edgar. Edgar's good. If he didn't have his issues, unfortunately, halfway through the season with Chrome disease, I reckon he'd be fine for the championship. Next bullet point. Hadjar. Dreadful like luck. Hadjar. Hadjar. Dreadful Jeez. luck. Hadjar. Hadjar. You said Hadjar. Yeah, but then you went, Hajar. Yes, because you said his name again, so I was emphasising everything in his name. Hajar. 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 Um, so like Badger. Isaac Hajar. Um, you call him Badger? Yeah, you went, Hajar. So Badger. <laughs> anyway. Um, there is a new honey badger on he, the block. He had probably... He had probably one of the worst... <laughs> <laughs> he had probably one of the worst weekends ever, and it came at such a dreadful time. Because he had his qualifying crash, which was oh, a carbon copy of Ayumu's oh, Iwasa's mm. crash. Also oh. mentioned that that was bad. I was very scared because fire. Um, anyway. Well, fire. Uh, yeah. We'd be about to set this place on fire. Mm. Sorry. Boygo. Um Yes. What did I write next? Martin's Martin's and Leclerc. Leclerc. So right, I think do we want to rate these just, two. Martins and who? I don't know if I want to get into that. No, right, no, I, right, I, I really like Arthur Leclerc, but they are both drivers who are who? such on the limit. They are Arthur Leclerc. Well, the thing is, with Arthur right. I thought you said his name wrong, so I was just confirming. No, they're, but they're so on the limit always. When they come yeah. together on track, when they they're sharing a priest tarmac, mm-hmm. they clash. Because yeah, I, they, feel, they... I feel they're like the perfect, well, perfect, but sort of the rookie that uh, they're like the but most rookie rookies. of out of the rookies. Yeah, as in they rookies. make the rookie mistake. No, they're not rookies, but as in they make these rookie mistakes. Yeah, they either make the most beautiful overtake you've ever seen because I've seen Arthur and oh, Martins as well. Yeah, overtakes I've never seen like an F1 driver even try to do. But then on the other hand, there's these overtakes that are just stupid, the and they're they just idiot. crush the whole field out. They're it's idiots. Just, it's, there's no in-between. And, and I, rate, I rate both drivers so I highly. Yeah, absolutely. 
But get it together. Yeah. Okay, really. I get it. I will. <laughs> Sorry, mummy. 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 No, I'm just gonna make a joke. No, 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 no. Carry on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. <laughs> I suppose what I was gonna say. So we need to move on. <laughs> Not only does Formula 3 come with a sprint race, it comes with a feature race. And the feature was bloody amazing. But stressful, but amazing. Yeah, you just say feature race is so damn stressful. The damn wait for... You said damn a lot here. The damn wait for results being ridiculous. No one should have to wait that long. It's a separate bullet point. (laughs) Yeah, read the next one. Um, Hope the driver sued for emotional damage. Emotional damage, emotional damage. Uh, Victor, is, Victor is such a worthy champion. He deserves it so much after what he's been through. Ollie Behrman is incredible and I hope he remembers that. He's so young and so talented and he will be big someday. So, Did you just call through... him short? What he's are you trying child. at now? <laughs> Nothing. Either way. Hey, yeah. F3, um, in all of its chaos, delivered a chaotic ending. Yes. Honestly, I think Victor Mines is, is unbelievable. And you saw how much it meant to him yeah, in, his, really in his post-race interview. He was crying, if you didn't see. Um, mm. And that, and then also something he mentioned in, in the post-race interview, and me and one of our friends, Nicole, mentioned, he did that after one of his really close friends, you know, if you don't know him and Antoine Huber, we're very close friends uh, in the Renault Academy at the same time, both being French drivers. Um, Victor Martins and, and Martins. Yes. Yeah, he's French. Thought he was Australian. What? Wow. Oh my god. I'm not talking to you anymore. Um. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? You put me off. I tell you. Victor uh, Martins is French. He he truly is. Yes, Victor Martins is French. Yes, no, well, yes. Um, and basically, if you don't know, he got dropped from the Renault Academy. Um, they always drop the best ones. After it, yeah. Long live Max Future. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We, yeah, so he got dropped for a year and he realised, like, no, I need to get myself back into this team. He did the track, like season of his life uh, and got himself back into the team. Um, and he's now won this championship a couple of years after Antoine um, with with ART. And the whole time when they were filming him on the pit wall, basically we had over half an hour wait to see who won due to the fact that the red flag went out after a safety car came out. So they're all backed up, safety car. And then while in, like, after the red flag, they went, oh, Victor Martins has a five-second penalty. I was... For track limits. And everyone was like, oh, no. Because if you go back to the lap before the red flag, it's under the safety car. Yeah, so they're all bunched up. Oh, so he would have gone five... to the back of the grid. Yeah, a five-second penalty. Would oh. So this is, why, this is why it's controversial. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't believe it is. I think what's happened was correct. I think they dealt with it the best mm-hmm. way they could. Yeah. Um, and so they went back to two laps, which was before the safety car went out. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
luckily that was enough for him to be crown champion but during that wait during the half an hour wait he was stood on the pit wall with his team and just the whole time you could constantly see Anton star and you saw yeah. his number 19 and me and Nicole mentioned it and you just knew like it was gonna mean a lot and I, I, was, yeah. just, I was really hoping it was gonna be him and it happened and he and he, you know, and Tom would be so proud of Victor. He would be because he's just an incredible driver, and I can't wait to see what he does next. I can't wait to see um, him sort of grow as a driver, oh, like absolutely. have rookie things out of him because I think he could be yes. absolutely incredible. Exactly, so much potential. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he can do. Um, and another person I can't wait to see what he can do is um, Oliver Beerman and poor Ollie. I felt very so like, Ollie's a very young driver. It's his first year mm-hmm. in Formula Three. Last year he was the first person ever to win German F four and Italian F four in the same season. Yeah. Jesus. Um yeah. He's English, right? But he Yes, he's English. Yeah. Um it's his first year in in Formula Three. He's been fighting up the top the whole time, basically. And he is, he's so, he races almost like he's like got years of experience. Yeah. But he's, he's unbelievable. So and bless his heart. He was very upset after what happened on Sunday. Mm. Obviously we mentioned about him going around hugging everyone. He was, he had a little bit of a cry, bless him. And you can't help but feel bad for this kid because. Is he? I think a lot of he's us. very driving academy, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I think no, a lot of people. He's one of the videos. Yeah, I'll get onto that. He's a very young driver. And I think a lot of us forget how young these drivers are. And not not just us, I mean, like, team members. Because the video that Katie's on about is during the red flag period, he was stood with, I think it was the head of the academy. And he was shouting at him. Um, Mm. And he was was having a full-on... Go at Oliver Beerman. And there's also another and I video said this. On, yeah. Oh, okay. No, you, you carry on, carry on. Okay. Um, I'm interested though, I do want to hear this. Um and and bless him, he was you could tell, like it's just it's not a good time to shout at a child in during a red flag period. It's it's just, it's just not right, you know. He's a young driver and don't know whether it just got a bit too much for him. Um, Why can I hear a bell? Do you live by a clock? Yeah, it's my clock tower. <laughs> it's, it's 12 o'clock um, for me, so it's... The clock tower goes on. Happy midnight! Okay. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, um, my dude. Um, but yeah, so... But he, he, you know, he was very... He was very upset. But he... He... I think he felt very hard done by um, Zane Maloney that whole race. You know, he mm-hmm. believed that he was pushed off track. Yeah. He believed. And, and, you know, whether you agree with him or not, it's your own opinion. But um, he's very young. But I think he has such a future ahead of him. I think he could genuinely be top runner in Formula 1. Yeah. Day. No, he, yeah, he is a smart. And I, I don't say that lightly. And I said when we were in Spoons in Victoria Station... 
talking about who we think could actually get to F1 from the feeder series. Yeah. I mentioned Oliver Bierman because he's yeah. unbelievable. Um, Katie, what was the video you saw? So it was like to do with the hugs. Um, but there was like a video of him, I believe it was his dad. And he was like yes. sat down on like what I'd call like the central reservation. Like they have obviously have it out in the back of the paddock. Um, he was sat down on there and his dad was like fully like just giving him a hug and it was just quite mm. nice to see that he has some sort of support yeah. there yeah. for when he's feeling bad. But then there was also another one where he was hug like he w- was just walking through and one of it was a Ferrari member and it was like it was definitely a Ferrari member, it wasn't a driving academy person in the yellow and the black top walked up to him and just pulled him in for a hug. And I thought everyone takes the piss out of Ferrari, everyone takes the piss out of the fact that like they're not doing as well this season as what they thought. But it seems that they well, this person in particular mm. was actually sort of taking the time out to go, it's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Who you're the first season. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's a really this is something like I I want to look into a lot and I believe that each of the feeder series paddocks needs to have some sort of counselor mm. there yeah. just for the drivers to have someone to go through not even just the drivers the team members everyone because it would probably save us fun or next time yeah <laughs> um the pressure you are under is unbelievable and especially with a lot of the things that these kids have gone through it's it's a lot of sacrifices they're making they see a lot of bad things you know they watch some of their closest friends get into bad accidents and yeah. i think sometimes these kids just need someone to talk to and i you know i'm sure a lot of them have sports um psychologists mm-hmm. um which we're seeing more and more but i think it's so important in the feeder series paddocks especially like there is still a taboo about mental health in motorsport there is there's no argument about it um and i think it would be good just for each feeder series paddock even each paddock just to have a counselor because even then like within the teams an engineer now and again will maybe mess up a pit stop and it'll cost this you know their driver maybe a win or even sometimes championships Mm. and the pressure that's on those those mechanics just to maybe be like oh my god i've done that that's my fault and i think it would be important for them to have someone to talk to and be like just someone who's specialized in this kind of thing mm. well yeah because you heard mm-hmm. it's tough. when obviously max chichel left formula three he took a step mm. away and everyone oh, was like absolutely everyone was like why have you left why have you left and he was like personal reasons personal reasons for long time he's like personal reasons people were like oh it's just because you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough and then he actually came forward and said, no, the reason I stopped um, competing in Formula 3 was for my mental health. He was like, because yeah. it was taking that such was a, big a negative toll, poll, like toll, I was correct the first time, negative toll <laughs> on my mental health that I cannot race. And it's not so think... for me to race. And I think if he yeah. had support along the way, like it that even prevented him from getting into that such bad mindset that it was being oh, horrific for his anxiety then yeah. it would have had a completely different outcome he would probably still be racing you know he loves racing and yeah. the fact that he had to stop the one thing he loves because of his mental health because there's not enough support for mental health it says a lot i think that was such a big step 
in terms of mental health in the sport that that moment kind of made a lot of people like wake up and be like oh shit like i mean obviously not only was it just the racing but a lot of things that happened in the previous year with max obviously antoine and everything you know even after that like a lot of people just didn't get the support they needed mm. and another article which i I've read once and I don't think I could read it again, but it's such a beautiful article. It's um, Pierre Gasly's Player Tribune. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've read this. this is... You're going to make her cry. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to bloody cry. He talks about, obviously, his experiences with that, and it's unbelievable. Like, that guy, the strength of these drivers mentally, and even if they do admit their weakness, they're still so strong. They see these things and it's... Some people think it's normalised. People say, oh, it's a dangerous part of it. It's you, you don't... In in your mental terms, it's it's difficult. Yeah. And I was... I spoke to... Um, personally, I, did, I didn't ask, ask this question. One of my... Um, someone in my course did. Spoke to Laura Winter today. So Laura Winter, if you don't know, is a Formula 1 uh, presenter. She does lots of things for F1 TV and she also does post-race interviews for um, Formula 2 and Formula 3. She was talking about kind of how you deal with difficult situations. Her first weekend in the F1 paddock was Spa in 2019, working in the pit lane in Formula 2. And she said she was she stood next to Sharuz, uh, she stood next to Juan Manuel's team as they're trying to get him on the radio. And she said there was that moment she'll never like go back from because that was the moment you go, okay, yeah, this is this. Yeah. And I just, and she says like, even now, like I can't, like I can't understand how people can do this sometimes, especially with Roman, like Roman getting back into his car after his dreadful accident. Mm. Unbelievable. And I think, you know, even for the fans, I know it affects us here, definitely. We, it plays in our mind, definitely. Um, but, yeah. Someone's mental health I am kind of concerned for following this weekend now is Victor Martins. After all I had to do was spend two hours on TikTok today. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. Like, for enough that if I was Victor Martins, I would go into a mental health crisis. It's okay to believe and feel pain for your driver from not winning a championship because of how the FIO has dealt with something trust me trust me i've been there (laughs) it is okay but it is not okay to attack another driver when all they did was go out and drive you saying that victor martins does not deserve his championship when he raced the entire year for his championship is not okay you saying that ollie deserves you can believe that ollie deserves it more he deserved to win the championship and you can believe that he was robbed of the championship you also have to remember that what you're posting online will always come back they will see all he has to do is go on tiktok you're hashtagging his name in it if you don't think for a second that drivers don't search their names, they do. Like, yeah. they will search their names because they want to see things. And he's probably hoping, oh, I can go on TikTok and uh, I can't wait to see people excited for my win. 
and just being greeted with people saying that he doesn't deserve it is going to put him into a sinkhole and hopefully he recognizes and understands that he deserved that championship as much as like ollie did as well and that yeah. they were both deserving champions and that he should be proud that he won the championship but i do mm-hmm. hope that he is taking time for his own mental well-being now as well because people online can be horrible um, mm. i just say i think mental mental health is such especially after last year i think like obviously like last year was a big thing as well with, with i hate to say you know the cursed word of abu dhabi but like the strength that lewis had and and we talked about it today in my my talks it's just unbelievable but you know he's such he got, a class man he got so he much hate with it. he got so much hate for not attending an award ceremony after he received some of the worst mental health backlash of his entire life if i received that much like hatred for something that i could not control and that was controlled by somebody else while also dealing with the damage and hurt because of a decision from somebody else you would not catch me dead at an event they had put on and he was yeah. right to take time off of social right. media take his time out of the public eye to sit back and reflect on how he's feeling emotionally and focus on himself mm, emotionally definitely. and rebuild himself into a better mental place and mm. that should be applauded and you know i think drivers should start taking their own mental well-being into health more and i think absolutely should be more supportive of that yeah. obviously i don't know what te- teams could have personnel like mental health personnel. i mean well mclaren do so mclaren is sponsored by mind if you don't know um and Trust me, I know. obviously thank you mind you for know, supporting my therapy that's how uh, i receive love therapy. mind <laughs> yes icons um lando is quite open about his mental health um mm. and i think it's good for a young driver like lando to talk about it as well and lando has like all the young drivers on his side uh, all the young fans on his side i think i i mean for myself the first other than like Lewis, uh, Sebastian, the first person I knew going into F1 was Lando. So having yeah. having someone say, yeah, I struggle. Like I struggle with my own mental health. And, and sometimes you can see it, but it's having someone say, I struggle, a lot of people struggle and that's okay. Get support if you can access it because difference it makes is unbelievable yeah and i think we as a community we as the fans should be open to drivers saying that because i've read a lot of things on like the internet when drivers do speak up and say you know i struggle or lewis saying he really struggled to get out of that car in abu dhabi like he said i, I just had to pull myself out of car. and then people backlashing him mm. and giving him all kinds of comments like yeah he's still a person they're still persons they still deal yeah with so much and i think we as a community and we as the fans should be open for them to come forward and to you know bring more um how do you say that like more the clarity poor. sort of to mm. mental health and more ways yeah. to yeah and um not like it's a similar situation but um if you don't follow much you won't know about this but um there was this amazing guy casey stoner that is this amazing guy, Casey's legend. Um, 
and he's champion. He's got multiple championships. He retired due to his mental health mm-hmm. because he quite he couldn't. He loved riding, but he yeah. couldn't deal with the media because he got such bad anxiety from it. Yeah. And of course, and I, you know, mental health and discussions like that, they're not as common in MotoGP. You don't get it. All right. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's again, it's so serious, but a lot of people don't want to talk about it. And it's something I want to talk about because I think it deserves to be talked about. But Casey stopped because he suffered such severe anxiety that he could not carry on. And he said, I think he said, I can't remember if it was him or someone else said that it, like, it would get to the point where he like, wouldn't even care about the risks he was taking. Because, you know, with, with mental health and being in such a dangerous sport, it's, it's dangerous itself. Like, but um, luckily Casey's with us today. He's amazing and he's still supporting a lot of riders in that terms as well. Like last year with um, Francesco Bagnaia, Pecco, he he supported Pecco through his championship fight. And when he lost, he still supported him. And I think that that support is necessary. In the feeder series for like the touring cars and stuff, that the mental health toll it takes on 15 year old kids and like 16 year old kids, like it's, force it forces people like like just into going to therapy at like 16 years old the contemplation of having to go on to antidepressants because he's like he's basically been told like this whole season by a coach or something that he's like a waste of space that he doesn't deserve to race and you like people just it they people don't like think that. of yeah they don't think of the consequences that it has on like trust me like 15, when it, 16 when it comes kids. to your coach it's 20 times worse than when it comes yeah. to anyone and else you, I, I think people like that shouldn't you know there's you know sometimes you know people say oh like oh hard love's good sometimes it pushes you and it can push you but it can also fucking wreck you all you have to do is watch line. dance mums for one season yeah, yeah. and then it's proven enough <laughs> that tough love will only get you so far next week we have mochi gp in Aragon, um, which would be interesting. Mar- there, Marquez. Is, there is the consideration, Mr. Marquez, Antos Telvia, King of the Ring, King Kurta, maybe back, maybe. But it, it's we're not sure yet. My money don't he, jiggle, jiggle. It falls. It falls. And NASCAR are continuing the playoffs, if I'm correct, Celeste. Yeah, yeah. In Bristol. In. Crystal, yeah. Um, in dirt, dirt track, is it? I don't know. Oh, doing, I, I didn't keep up, to be honest. Smiling, bitch. If they do the Bristol dirt track, that's going to be very interesting. As Let's have a look in playoffs. in one of our in one of our things because we may be able to get some information from us in. So we were going to cover IndyCar, but we got really sidetracked <laughs> with about seventy five hundred other things. So we decided it's probably best that next weekend, seeing as this is no F one, that we will do the Indy roundup of the season discuss the championship winner discuss all the highs and lows of indy um but we hope you enjoyed your little monza review your little monza get down and all its chaos the sleep deprived (laughs) 
Um, thank you guys for joining us once again. Uh, make sure you are following us on all social medias, Instagram, Twitter, both, and TikTok, all Puck Fem, Puck Fem underscore. Uh, make sure you are following our YouTube, Puck Fem, and you can also listen on Spotify, Google, and Apple. So make sure you've saved it. Make sure you rate us. Make, rate us five out of five. Because we My are. We gave you chaos today. We are. We gave we are. you a lot of things. You got everything <laughs> thrown at you today. You got everything today. You had the roller coaster of a movie. If you, if you I cried. I <laughs> cried for you. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, thank you guys. Anyway. Right. Love to you all. Love Goodbye. you Bye. Good night. Bye. Good night.